You're listening to Lab Notes by Play Labs, where we focus on gameplay, communication, and wellness. Let's get to the lab. Hey, welcome back to the Play Labs podcast. I am Neil Spoonman, here with Jared. Good to be back another week. Another week, another set of games to play, right? We have Joel Howard from one of our other companies. He's a senior IT technician, but uh, he's also has a, uh, a long gaming background going to talk to us about what he's working on as well as his physical digital gaming opinion uh, speaking of that where do you stand on having physical copies of games versus digital copies yeah, i think we talked about this last week but a little bit you gotta you bit. gotta pick <laughs> i mean nowadays you don't really have a choice right you're not getting anything physical unless you're buying like a collector's edition right and i almost never buy the collector's edition so that should answer your question right. <laughs> I'm not going to give away any uh, spoilers on Joe's interview, but uh, he brings up some interesting points about the uh, physical side. I, I think overall we'll have to determine, you know, how the how the community feels about it, but uh, should be a good listen. So we're looking forward to having that uh, that interview in this episode. What uh, what do we have going on at the lab? Uh, nothing planned in the next couple of weeks. So you know, if you guys are looking to get in here and play, now's the chance. There's a lot of flex gaming time open. Book online. It's very, very easy to book online. We love when you guys do that because we see you're coming in. We can have you all set. And as far as looking into the future, maybe the next couple of weeks, month of November, uh, we have some programming we're looking at doing with kids and adults uh, getting to come in and play together. So that's the 10 to 14 crowd. And for our Smash community, uh, we're going to have our next Smash event sometime later in November. Registration page isn't up yet, but if you're listening and you like Smash, and you want more events at Play Labs, we know you do because you ask for them, then listen to the podcast, watch our socials. That's where the announcements will go out. Twitter is, or X or whatever you want to call it, is uh, the place to find out most of that stuff. Uh, also, pop in our Discord. Not only can you comment about the podcast, but we do post what we have going on uh, at the lab and Discord as well. If you are a Lab Notes listener and you're not in our Discord yet, please join. It gives you a chance to engage with us and and just offer up your opinions on topics and come and share them. Join the Discord. If you're on the Lab Notes page, you can join it right from there. It's a real easy platform to use. It's pretty intuitive. Let's jump right into the interview with Joe. All right. Let's hear what he has to say. Hi, my name's Joe. I currently work for Team Trinet, which is a company under the umbrella of Dignatics. My gamer tag is that average Joe. I pretty much started out gaming at a young age. Worked how I went and grew up in life. Um, the career field I chose, uh, side projects have done things with like reviewing games uh, from the project called like 8-Bit Waffles. 8-Bit uh, Waffles, I, I did pop on the site. It's still live from what I can see. It's been a project we've been wanting to get back into and do again, but it's unfortunately had things come in between us. Is it a lot of work on the gaming side of things? There are so many games out there. Like, how do you pick and choose, like, what you want to review and talk about? Each of us like different games. So uh, we usually go through, for example, I, I usually see myself in, like, the RPGs, that, that kind of thing, where uh, my other uh, partner would, would work on things like first-person shooters, that kind of thing. So we kind, of, we kind of just go, like, out of what our preference are and then what's kind of big in the t at that time or what's currently coming out. But uh, the group of guys that we do this uh, together uh, is a wide, wide range of likes in the gaming industry. 
So you kind of cover all those genres. Yeah. Individually, right? Yeah. Giant umbrella individually. So the RPG side of things, where does that come from? What draws you into that type of genre or that type of game over others? The RPGs are generally used as a big story driver. Um, most RPGs are driven by usually a high detailed story, less of the monotonous, okay, go do this, go do this, and then follow the straight path. You've kind of got like an open uh, direction to just do what you want. Um, for me, a lot of, like the biggest thing that got me started in RPGs was I'm a big sucker for uh, the, the stories. Um, as, as I got older, you know, that's uh, something that because I'm not a big reader, I, I get a lot of my story and experience from playing these types of games. So that's how I mix my life into that uh, RPG side. I love hearing that the art of video games kind of covers the bases for other things like that. To shift gears a little bit, tell me about your life in Japan. For the most part, I was a baby during the time. Uh, my parents were both in the military when I was born. Um, they were both stationed in Okinawa, Japan. When I moved, I was three, but I wanted to go back, kind of explore, see the places that I was born. But the the whole culture over there kind of is what drives me to it. And, of course, you know, Japan, big Providers for, you know, your RPGs, that kind of thing, you know, like Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, that kind of thing. So that's that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm like fully into that RPG side is because everything that I know has come from that that angle. So that culture kind of drove a lot of that. Yeah, I, I would say so. I noticed you're playing Liza P. I'm also poorly playing Liza P. <laughs> so if you're asked the question what a Souls like is, what is that answer? <laughs> it's not as fast paced. It is gonna be one of those that you got you've got you gotta keep an eye on the things that you do because some of your actions can result in your death. Uh way Liza P works, it is pretty much just a RPG slash kind of like a hack and slash because you're not a uh full on explain what's going on. You kind of just here, here you go. Uh, you kind of learn the controls as you go, but a lot of it is slower. You can't just beat on the button and expect to win. Uh, your enemies are going to be able to hit you a lot faster than you can get your actions in. So you, um, like if you've ever played Dark Souls or anything or uh, Demon Souls, and in those games, there's a lot of dodging. There's a lot of uh, movement of avoidance that you have to do to actually progress in the game because the farther you get, the harder the actual movement uh, abilities you can do um, as far as making sure you can block yourself from getting hit by one of your enemies. Like when I first started uh, Liza P, I went blindlessly into the, that first little mini boss that you get to experience to start the story, and I lasted maybe five seconds because I went in there like, oh, I'm going to get right past this, and unfortunately, that's not how it went. Yeah, I mean, the same thing, right? And, and for somebody that has never really played these games, I was like, what in the world is happening? What, <laughs> you know, I think one of the things that I learned was I started to look for shortcuts because, and they're, and the funny thing is they're intentionally put in there because they know you're going to die several times. Right. And I'm like, the first time I died, I'm like, are you serious? I have to go through all of this again. 
And then I'm like, well, wait, there's this little gate I can open. Oh, okay. Well, if I just open that gate, then I don't have to go through these five other guys or 10 other guys before I get to the, the boss. But what does the word souls like come from? The original game that did this was Dark Souls. There, it's the one that set off the, the whole, you're not going to be able to do everything as fast as you want. You got to slow down and actually pay attention to what you're doing. And then Demon Souls is a prequel, but came out after Dark Souls, I think. Uh, don't quote me on that. I don't think it, I'm not a hundred percent positive, but yeah, it's, it's, it's basically the, the Souls-like game. It's because that, that Dark Souls was the first one that started doing this. Now that totally makes sense to me. Should I assume that you downloaded Lies of P? Uh, I did. I have I have both digital and uh, physical. Um, oh, right. And the physical took a little longer to get, so I wanted to go ahead and play it. So that's why I had the digital downloaded. So that's kind of our 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 big topic for the day and <laughs> things that I've been going back and forth with people on, and, and I think it got sparked with the announcement of the slimmer versions of the PS5, you know, they, they still have a disc and non-disc version outside of collecting. And, and I totally get that, right? I think I have several collector's editions of, of various games over mm-hmm. the years with the statues and the, uh, the really cool artwork books. But in terms of the game itself, is that the reason why you prefer to have a physical copy in case you know, there's a zombie apocalypse and they take out the internet. You can still play your game. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the the baseline. So I don't I don't know if you pay attention to like the older generation consoles. Um, if you had any digital games for that console, let's say like for me, I have a lot of the older gen consoles. Uh, if I if I go to back to play it, if I had it digitally, uh, some of those stores are down, so you can't re-download the device the, the game. You can't replay it. Um, they're they're permanently Remove so uh like for example like the PSP stores down um the PS one and two uh don't have the ability to do digital games anymore because they're that uh that ability just was removed so it, it, the the longevity is what I I'm there for so nowadays your games are all on the disc so you know when you put in a disc in you got to put it down you got to go through wait for the downloads usually like fifty to hundred gigs each time right. um. But once it's downloaded, it's there. You, I mean, you're, you've got the game there. So, it, like, like let's, for example, in a few years, PlayStation 5 long and gone, new console comes out, they decide to, oh, we're going to shut down these digital platforms for this console. Well, now, if you had all digital, pretty much no longer can play those games unless they were either remastered or brought over to the the current digital platform that's available. And th- 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 the way I see it is, the only, one of the only reasons that I like doing it, besides the preferences, I just I like being able to touch my stuff. But for the most part, it, it really is just a uh, reference, I guess you could say. I will say the digital side of the things, though, are if, if if you've got it downloaded, there's nothing you have to worry about. So, like, let's say I I travel a lot, right? So if if I'm wanting to play a game, like. For example, if I get the the PlayStation Portal that's coming out in the next month and I want to play some some game, I don't have to di- make sure that the game's in the disc before I leave my house to go to be able to play it on that device. I could just turn it on, go go straight to playing. 
and that's it's one one positive for the digital. So it's it's definitely something you don't have to worry about in the current time. And I totally get that point about hey, once I lose access to, I mean, storage can't last forever. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's such a tough situation. We're at a point that so many games require connectivity. If the publisher decides to stop offering downloads and subsequently stop the okay. online service, yeah. right? The game's dead. I never really thought about the legacy of certain games. And I'm sitting here looking at a stack of CDs that I was talking about last week that I, I have in a Ziploc bag sitting under my desk, including the first Call of Duty game, Far Cry and several others that are on multiple discs. And now you've inspired me to go find a disc drive because I don't have one in my PC and see what happens if I try and install this. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm it's, really curious. It should. I mean, especially with the PC, as, as if you put have the disc and you're able to install it, it, it should be available to play. Uh, a lot of the digital stuff, more side, goes to, like, your console gaming. I know on my PC I have old games from, like, 2000 that won't install unless you have the disc and there's no way to get that disc anymore unless you go third part like third part like ebay or something like that and and it's it's one of those things like star wars battlefront uh back when it was first on the pc and or, or battlegrounds one of those games are like oh this is great i'll never get it anywhere else yeah i mean from a console perspective like i mean of course i still have the original rock band um <laughs> But I've got to find a 360 to play it on, which I think we might actually have somewhere at the lab. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm I not anti-physical. For me, it's a, like you had mentioned, it's a convenience thing. But I never really thought about the ramifications of not being able to get to the source of that download. The, the, the legacy, uh, I don't think a lot of people think about. Uh, that is, is for me, that's like... I know we got games coming out all the time, but sometimes there's just that, that one game from like 20 years ago. It's like, okay, I have this itch. I need to satisfy it. And being able to grab the disc and go put it in whatever console it used to go into and just sit and play, uh, that, that satisfaction, you wouldn't be able to do that with the, those platforms were closed down and they only had digital. That's kind of how I think about it. It's like in, in the moment, digital's great, but after those Several years later, it's just like, all right, will this game actually run? What's your stance on emulations? If you have the license to the game and you can and emulate you, it. If, if you can emulate it and you have the means to do it, I say go for it. Uh, it, it does allow you to do it, and I mean, it's pretty much the same thing as digital, but um, it, it gives the opportunity for people who have not been able to play that, that game or um, the opportunity to just experience what it was, um, the, the ability to say, oh, this is cool, which kind of wish I would played it back then, you know, kind of feeling I usually can rip older files and just save it to emulate the uh, games that I want to play in the in the future or I don't know I'm, I'm mod other devices that allow you to emulate but emulation I say it's uh, as long as you can do it I say go for it I know you're interested in game development 
Um, are you working on anything right now, or do you have something in the pipeline that you that you're trying to knock out? Since I was in college, I've been working on this small little side scroller RPG, kind of like something like uh, I don't know if you've heard of this game, but it's uh, like Odin Sphere. Um, it's a nice little 2D plat- uh, side scrolling platformer. It's actually a really re- really fun game. But um, I, yeah, I've been working on one of my own, doing everything, development, uh, art, music. Uh, it's It's been a fun ride. It's taking me forever, but uh, it's definitely something I want to do eventually when whenever I get to the point of rolling things out and finding somebody that wants to publish it. Is it a, is it a, you're doing the whole thing yourself? Do you have any yeah. third? Is no, it's else just, just me. How far along would you say you are? Code-wise, I'm probably 75% done. Um, oh, okay. The the art and music is kind of like the 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 hardest part since it's not my forte, but I'm working on it. It's it's getting there. Uh, but the story I've had, like people peer review it, kind of give me their opinions, that kind of thing. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it's it's still a work in progress. But I'm hoping in the next few years I can get something out. Anything else on the horizon for you next uh, uh, couple months, end of the year here? Looking forward to trying out the portal, the PlayStation portal. Um, I think January and February are probably uh, pretty heavy months for games. Otherwise, no, man, just going with the flow, playing games as I go. I don't no. I don't know if you've gotten to play Spider-Man, but it's uh, pretty freaking good. Uh, you know, I, I'm ready. I want to play it. Uh, <laughs> I love Spider-Man games, but... You know, I can't add another one to my backlog at this point. Uh, I, I think I need to make a challenge for myself that I can't switch games until I get to something. See, what I do is I document every game that I play during the year. Um, and I and I only focus on that game till I beat it, and then I move on to the next one. Um, I think I'm pretty close to 15 or 20 games so far in the year. My buddies that I do the uh, 8-Bit Waffles, some of them are pretty close to 50 to 60. So it's, it's pretty crazy. They get a lot more time than I do. But, yeah, no, it's it's a fun little uh, fun little trip. Spend a weekend or so just power throwing a game <laughs> just so, so you can move on to the next one. It's, it's, it's fun time. So I, I was noticing today um... – I was looking through some of the games on Game Pass, Game Pass uh, on the Windows side, and I, and I noticed that Microsoft has a little bar halfway down on the list of, you know, on the description for a game that says how long to beat. I'm looking at one of the games, and it's like, okay, five hours to beat it. Side quests are six hours, you know, so if you're a completionist, it's about 11 hours for that game, which I thought was a really cool, like, stat to provide to the, uh, you know, as you're looking through your games going, okay, you know, which one can I knock out in a weekend? And which one is just like, there's no way this is 80 yeah. hours to complete the game. Right. Um, are you a completionist? Do you try and get all the the quests de- and the different things or? It depends on the game. Uh, uh, I, a lot of them, if they're if, like my RPGs, I tend to try to complete all of it. I, I you know, I do all, all the stories, all the side stuff. Um, games like, uh, I don't know if you heard uh, of it, uh, Stray. It was a PS4 yep. only release. Yep. Um, that game was about eight hours, and I platinumed it in a day. It was a pretty easy game. Um, lot, really, really good story. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 
It all depends on which game I'm playing because, like, when I did Dead Space Remaster, mm. that was a nightmare. And I'm like, I just want to get through the story. I want to see what changed, <laughs> and then I want all to be done. I, I'm right. all for the 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 horror stuff, but them jump scares, man, they get me. <laughs> this is the month for it, right? We we talked about earlier this month about I'm all in on the VR horror games. That takes jump scares to a whole new level. Oh yeah, more power to you. Thank you so much for the insight. Wish you all the best on the game. Great to have you on the podcast and uh, hope, to, hope, hope we can invite you back. Want the lab to yourself? Host a private party and get exclusive access to our entire 3,000 square foot gaming lab for your birthday party, bachelor or bachelorette party, or company event. Visit playlabs.gg party to book today. Use the promo code podcast for a $50 discount. That was a lot of interesting notes that Joe made and things to just think about when it comes to digital versus physical copies. You know, in, in my just brief opinion, the the days of having a physical copy that's going to appreciate in value are long gone. Uh, but that was something that I thought was interesting to say the least. You know, the, the collector's aspect of things is slowly going away. We'll see how it pans out. I mean, I think it's going to be a matter of time, like you said before digital or physical just goes away don't need to press the discs anymore and make that stuff so just be pressing a button on the side of your head and yeah right <laughs> load it right into the chip Stick you have your finger into the into the usb port and off you go right <laughs> this podcast is produced by podcast nation just like great gamers are made at play labs great podcasts are made at podcast nation visit us at podcastnation.com to learn more as i mentioned in the interview with joe I am still playing Liza P. As frustrated <laughs> as I am with that, I'm getting nowhere fast. But I still like I still like the challenge of it, so I keep going back. It's anybody that plays those Souls-like games are gluttons for for getting their bus kicked. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on that. Um, I'm a huge city builder fan. Okay. Uh, so City Skylines 2 came out. I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. I'm anxious to try that. What are you playing? You still playing Inkbound? <laughs> You know what? Yeah, I've been playing a little more League. Getting back into it because I have a, a friend that I recently reconnected with back in Illinois that expressed interest in playing with me and, and my my fiance who's interested in learning the game as well. So it's actually myself, my fiance, my friend, and then his girlfriend uh, who plays a lot as well. So okay. we have two veterans playing with two newbies, and we're nice. kind of teaching them the game. Okay. But outside of that, yeah, just Inkbound. There's a big update coming out, so I'll be right back into it and see if I can get all the achievements. Well, all the new ones, because I have all you can get in that game as oh, it stands. Right. So. But I'm curious what everybody else is playing. Like, I don't know if we do a poll, and that's really not even an option. Like, here's a poll with 20 right. choices. Right, what are you people know? playing? We want The more obscure the game, the more interested we are. Absolutely, know? right. Because everybody goes back and plays their tried and true. Everyone's yep. going to be playing MW3 when it comes out, including yep. myself. Everyone's playing Warzone, Fortnite, all those different games. So what are you playing that isn't mainstream? It's good. I mean, besides Warzone, which I see on all the time, and then Liza P, is there anything else that you're trying to work into your rotation? Um, I, I mean, I, like I mentioned, Skylines, but I am actually trying to go back to Battlefield 2042, believe yeah. it or not. They just had a recent update. Uh, I played a little bit. It's just a beautiful-looking game, and I, I've always liked the way Battlefield dealt with um, you know, the destructible environment which is so much cooler than 
pretty much any other first-person shooter like that. So I'll probably jump into that for a little bit and get some uh, get some more time into it. Other than that, now I'm just waiting for Modern Warfare 3 at this point. So. Oh, aren't we all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, well, it's a good episode. Great interview with Joe. Uh, we're looking forward to getting your feedback. Be sure you hop on Discord. Let us know uh, what we can do for you. If you'd like to be on the show, uh, that's the place to ask. Yeah, so. if there's anything you want to see at, at Play Labs, maybe in the month of December, any events you'd like us to run, let us know so we can get it out there and we can get people signed up for it because we're open to listening to you guys, not only for you know, topics here in the podcast, but also what we put on here at Play Labs. We want to run events that are engaging for you. And if it's an extra smash event, it's an extra smash event. If it's something out of left field, we're fine with that too. Just let us know. Give us your craziest ideas and we'll see if we can make them come true. Awesome. Have a good weekend and we will see you next time at the lab. Game on. Thanks for listening to Lab Notes. Visit playlabs.gg to find out more about our programming and schedule. Be sure to join our Discord and pop into the podcast channel to ask us questions or tell us what you think. See you next week. Game on!